You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was, I thought it was fascinating. It kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Coming up at 7, we'll hear from uh, Tech Offensive Coordinator Zach Kitley, Tech Defensive Coordinator Tim DeRuiter as uh, their teams or uh, their respective units getting ready for Baylor on Saturday night. 6.45, this day in sports history. We'll also have a secret word of the game, secret word of the day, your chance to win $10,000 from Double T 97.3 and the home zone. You uh, All you have to do is listen and then enter at Double T 97.3.com. It's pretty simple. You could win ten grand on November 18th. Coffee, Mountain Dew, and sports. More coffee and dew than sports, but it's there for sure. The morning drive on Double T 97.3. Is it you're getting stuck because you want to call it the secret word game? No, I don't know. I... I it just, I just, it just slurted out of my mouth. Well, it, but you, this is not the first time. I know, <laughs> I, and I say this <laughs> because I, I think you do have it in your head that way. Well, well thank you, thank you, um, thank you for pointing Because it's the, but <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where your head's at, why you're stuck on this. <laughs> I think I'm trying to figure where my head is. Well, sure. And um, so, so are many others. Okay, I think because we it know. Makes... I think we have a theory, but it's not true. <laughs> I... <laughs> It could be that you want to call it the secret word game. Could be. As opposed to the secret word of the day. <laughs> but then you're like, no, I need the word game in there. We're visiting Dr. McGuire's office for extensive uh, treatment this afternoon, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, so I had a quick, uh, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It, it was with my uh, my father-in-law when he was in town. And we mm-hmm. were talking about um, this his, show? his daughter. Okay. A.K.A. my wife. <laughs> Your wife. Okay. <laughs> and... The, you know, she knows so much about so many. Right. Okay. Like mm-hmm. she has so many friends that, and she and don't you remember this person from when we lived ten, 10 years ago here, and they and they had a daughter, and she moved off to this place and married this guy, and I'm like, how do you remember all that stuff? Well, I see it on Facebook. Okay, I see it on Facebook. Oh, that's how I remember. Okay, and I'm like. How do you remember these people? How do you remember so much about so many sure. people? Yet, you know, she kind of struggles at times. Like, you know, there's the in, internal family issue of what time do you work today, uh, Allison? Oh, I work at, at 7 o'clock and then 15 minutes later. So what time do you work? Okay. <laughs> but which bothers the 17 year old i okay. just told you okay I just, I could, 10 I could, minutes ago i okay. can hear that tone in, in, the, <laughs> okay. in my head okay yeah. and yet she can tell you where we lived 15 years ago that the people across the street where their kid that moved off to georgia and sure. got married to this guy and they know she knows what they do for a living and so the father and i were were having this conversation because his wife is very much like his daughter and uh and so I also, so this, the point that Jeff's trying to make right here, I wonder because you are f- so full of so many tidbits, mm-hmm. so many little tidbits. You have right. all this information that you've collected from everywhere. Right. Okay. Right. That sometimes all the information just gets in the way of the simple stuff. It, it does. It gets and, and, I, and I question that with my wife as yeah, well. No, I think there's probably some truth to that. Yeah. yeah. So if you just put blinders on like I do, Chuck, mm-hmm. <laughs> look down, mm-hmm. not get on social media, it seems like there's more space in there just for things to happen. I, I feel like I'm a computer that needs to have some files deleted. Some files deleted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, the smarter you are, the more difficult it is. That's what I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. a very simple man. I am not. Yeah. I, I don't think consider myself a super smart guy. I think that clears things out for See, me. See, I'm 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 on the constant hunt for the for the tidbit. I know. Yes, we're well aware. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> well aware. And, and uh, I'm getting ready for uh, for basketball season in my. But it's my... not. I don't think that you're on the hunt for the tidbit. I think you're on the hunt for the person, somebody to tell you that's a great tidbit. Oh no, no, I'm on the hunt for the tidbit. <laughs> it's both, Jamie. Okay, it's both because. 
You've got to come up with the tidbit, okay, to get the payoff of, oh, that's, and, you know, I'm getting ready for tidbit season with, uh, for the next three or four months with, with, with my partner in crime, Mark Finkner, on Lady Raider basketball, which when we go on the road, you'll hear this, hey, what about this? Hey, what about this? You'd hate, is you he would hate our room. Is he a, oh, there's no question. Is he? A, I love you both, but I would hate that room. Yeah, he's a tidbit guy oh, too. Yeah, he'll, he'll, uh, well, so we're out doing each other. Is oh, that what yeah. we're doing? Oh yeah, we're there's a there's a we'll, we'll see how we can <laughs> come up with something. Hey, how about this? You know, we'll come up with some kind of juicy stat or juicy tendency or juicy kind of behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. So. This from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, bring back the bell and only ring it when Chuck is right about something. Won't be annoying and ringing often. <laughs> right. You're right about that. I, I think that was one of the funny things you've ever said. Tidbit season. Tidbit season. Yeah, we're getting ready, <laughs> like, getting ready that for that. Me up. Yeah. Uh, this, the, the Micah I was thinking of, and somebody sends a picture of Micah Hyde from Iowa. Thank you. <laughs> Please uh, for was, the bills. Was Micah Alway. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. Okay, Micah Alway. That's uh, who I was Yeah, th- he was a good one. Yeah, that's who I was thinking yeah, number of. Number 18. Uh, somebody sends a picture off the Yates Flooring Center chat line of the window trail, and then a picture of them hiking it. Okay? Yes, yeah, so I've done that morning. one. Okay. That that's, is... Uh, what did you say? That's uh, Big Ben, is Big that Big Ben, right? yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Oh, that's awesome. Have um, fun. How about this? Shout out to the FMS 8th grade A team. They completed a perfect regular season last night by beating Cooper MS 22, that's middle school, uh, 22 to 8. These two teams play again November 1st for the city championship. Sweet. Uh, it's hard to beat a team twice. There'll be a lot of we'll scheming. See. Mm. There'll be a lot of scheming by the mm-hmm. eighth grade coaches. Well, mm-hmm. don't you know the eighth grade coaches? Yep. Those guys probably work their absolute tails yeah. off because yeah. they want to get up to the varsity. <laughs> well, I can tell you those guys over at uh, Cooper, they better, and uh, anywhere else in the city, they better they better get their wins now because when Neil Woodman gets up there to eighth grade, which is coming soon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to see a superstar. <laughs> is, is that okay? Superstar. Because he can, uh, yeah. he can, he can run it. Can that? He? That's good news for the uh, friendship folks. Mm-hmm. That the FMS eighth grade team won yeah. it all I, last year, and I think the last couple years it had been the uh, the Heritage eighth grade team that would that have gone undefeated. So that means they've got a lot of talent coming. Okay, that's good. Okay, uh, six thirty-seven this morning here on the morning drive. We'll give you we'll give you one more tidbit, little conversation starter about uh, Texas Tech football. We talked uh, quite a bit about how. The West Virginia win was the biggest since, uh, you know, in terms of disparity in over a Big 12 school since going back to, what, 2013 or something like that. Um, Tech tech allowing only 10 points to West Virginia. It's the fewest against a Big 12 opponent since Tech won over TCU, then number 24 in the 2013 season, uh, 20 to 10. That was the opening game of that uh, Big 12 season. Coach... Kingsbury's team would start off seven and zero before they lost to Oklahoma on the road. So, I mean that, you know that 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 win last week, and um, I know that we've we've talked about and said that you know that wasn't the best West Virginia team, blah blah blah. But we haven't had too many of those games where you know we dominated somebody. I, I think highly of Baylor, and they beat Baylor the week before, so they weren't they weren't too bad. <clears throat> right. Right. Not the cream of the crop, but right. Again, it's a very um I, I mean, even Big Twelve conference it feels like to me. I, I do think Oklahoma State, probably TCU, K State, uh, Texas, you can throw them into that group, maybe be maybe are, you know, a little bit better than mm-hmm. some of those you know, teams like West Virginia or Kansas, Iowa State or whatever, but I don't think it's by much. Okay. Okay. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Tech Volleyball is in action tonight. They're 14-7, uh, and 3-5 and five in Big 12 play. They take on the number two team in the nation, Texas. And this will be at Gregory Gymnasium down in Austin. So uh, good luck to that uh, Red Raider volleyball team as um, – they take on a, a mighty foe, I would say, yeah, in, that's uh, fair. in Texas uh, tonight. 
<coughs> but volleyball's been much better. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> oh, wait, that wasn't a sneeze. It was, it was just a cough. That was just a cough, yeah. my bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they've done substantially better. Um, oh, no question. With with what they've got going on. and So that's that's good as that uh, that season starts to, to wind down. Uh, basketball actually starts uh, Tuesday. We'll be uh, talking about an exhibition game next week uh, for the Lady Raiders. Men don't have one, but the ladies do okay. on November the 1st. Okay. They take on Midwestern. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're not jacking around too much, you know, just going there and kind of get tuned up for the season mm-hmm. opener, which is November the 7th, I believe. Okay. Girl boy doubleheader that night. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 football conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference? If Tech does not win it this year. Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why yeah. do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, know. We, save, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Time for this day in sports history. Today is the... 26th day of October, 2022. Yes. Here is Jeff McGuire with the Stan Sports History. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I stopped for a second there. I was, was, you, you you had to ponder a tidbit. It's I, fine. I, I did. I've got one in my head for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, go right ahead. Give no, us no, a no, tidbit. No, 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 no. Because this isn't that good today. No. Um, <laughs> 1934. While Washington Senators player manager Joe Cornyn is honeymooning with Mildred Robertson, Owner Clark Griffin's niece and adopted daughter, uh, Corning gets traded to the Red Sox. Wow. It's interesting. Th- that's why I brought it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 1960. The American League approves the Washington Senators' move to become the Minnesota Twins hmm. and announces franchises in Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. for the 61 season. That would be the Angels then. Yes, and they would also then become the Rangers Then when they moved that Washington team to... Yeah. There were two. 1968, future world heavyweight boxing champion George Foreman wins the Olympic heavyweight gold medal. Nice. 1975, Cuba beats Mexico for the fourth Pan Am game gold medal in baseball. 1982... Philadelphia Phillies' Steve Carlton becomes the first pitcher to win four Cy Young Awards. 1993, the NFL announces new expansion teams in Carolina and in Charlotte. 1997. I guess it's the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. It's just one. Yeah. 1997, World Series. Florida beats Cleveland 3-2 to two in Game 7 at Pro Player Stadium, Miami, for the Mar- Marlins' first ever title. LeVon Hernandez is your MVP. In the year 2000, Baseball World Series. I bet, Jamie, you can tell me what happened. In 2000? Mm-hmm. Yankees win a World Series this day in history? They beat the Mets That's four games to two. Yeah. It would be, um, if Jeff was asking me, that was clearly a one would they won. Yeah. <laughs> a year later, they would blow one to the Marlins. Or no, to the... Uh, D-backs. Yeah, the Diamondbacks. <clears throat> and what was even better about 2000? Your MVP was Derek Jeter. Mm. So they beat the Mets, they win the World Series, and Derek Jeter was the MVP. And everybody's happy. Jamie Lint was about 16 feet off the ground that day. My, <clears throat> one of my favorite Derek Jeter moments ever, They the Mets had tied... <clears throat> tied the series with a win in game two and I mean so they moved to Shea and it's like crazy Bobby Jones is on the mound and the Mets fans are just okay we got the series we got the series and uh, Jeter hit lead off and first pitch he went yard series over <laughs> I mean the Yankees play pretty much were in control the rest of the way after that like any momentum that they thought they sure. had mm-hmm. Jeter grabbed it and that was a very, very big swing in that series. 2005, 
The Chicago White Sox beat the Houston Astros one to nothing in Game Four at Minute Maid Park to sweep the Astros and win the White Sox first World Series title in 88 years. Jermaine Die was your MVP. And in 2018, the longest baseball World Series game by both innings and time took place. The Dodgers beat the Red Sox 3-2 in the 18th inning, 7-hour, mm. and 20-minute affair of Game 3 at Dodger Stadium. Max Munchie, uh, Max Munchie walk-off home run. Muncie. Muncie, yes, not Munchie. There's he no may Munchie. have had a case of the Munchies, but... After 18 <coughs> innings, I think they all did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's National Mincemeat Day and no. Na- Na- <laughs> National Pumpkin Day. National Pumpkin Day. Yes. Okay, good day for us to go pumpkin hunting then. It is. Wow, yeah. what a coincidence. Yeah, oh, top drop. Top, top, top drawer scheduling there is what that, that is. is. Well done. <laughs> Happy birthday, former Red Raider wide receiver coach Eric Morris turns 37 today. Seth McFarland is 49. Keith Urban, 55. CM Punk, 44. And Pat Sajak is 76. And on this day, we could be talking about the shooting at the OK Corral. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to tell you, watch Tombstone. Okay. I am going to, however, tell you about 1825. Hell's coming for you. Right? That's from the movie, yes. Um, 1825, the opening of the Erie Canal on this day. Oh, how about that? In history. (laughs) All right, time now for our secret word. It's a little game we play every day here on Double T 97.3 at this time. Give you a word, and then you go to DoubleT973.com and get entered in, and you could be a winner from Double T973 and the Home Zone, where they make your house a home every single day. Go to uh, DoubleT973.com and enter this word, Cougars, Cougars, C-O-U-G-A-R-S, Cougars. The Cougars will be in the Big 12 next year. The Red Raiders already have beaten the Cougars this year in football, but Cougars is our secret word here at uh, 6.51 on this, the 26th day of October, year of our Lord, 2022. Okay, Cougars, your secret words. So go to DoubleT973.com, and you could win ten grand from Double T 97.3 and the Home Zone. We will give that money away November the 18th. <clears throat> so Eric Morris is only 37 years old? That's the number I had. I mean, double-check it. No, I just, man, that's... Much younger than what I thought he was. But, I mean, it's a young man's game. <clears throat> but, I mean, you think... Well, in 37 years old. Yeah, in 2008, he yeah. was on that, on that team. Sure. Or in he would have been like 22 or 23 or something, 21. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so so on his... So that's 14 years ago, so that would totally make sense. Yeah. I bet he was, I bet he was 23 in 2008. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> so on the day of his birth... On the day of his birth is the day of the Don Deckinger Game 6 call in the 85 World Series. In the ninth inning, the Royals go to the ninth, trailing the Cardinals. And for the first time in the history of the World Series, a team that goes to the ninth with a chance to clinch did not. Uh, there was an umpiring call at first base. I mean, he looks safe to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was an awful lot of other things that took place as a result of that, after that, that allowed the Royals, uh, put the Royals in position to win. But the thing that was, for me personally, about that night was I was doing a junior college football game, and uh, we happened to be in Lawrence playing the Haskell Indian Junior College, Jamie. And these guys were of all Indian descent that played on this football team. They all had Indian names. Okay. Okay. And so uh, we uh, we carried the, the station I was working for. We carried the Royals. And we get done with the ball game, and and the the guy in at, back at the station said, "Hey, he goes, this game now is tied. He goes, we got a chance. If you want, we can just just pitch it right to the to the game, and I'll I'll put it on." So I said, "Okay, we go from blah 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 to Royal Stadium. It's you know fifty some odd miles away. Here's Denny Matthews, and I no sooner said that, and Denny Matthews said, "There's a little looper up the line, and it's gonna fall," and. Uh, Dane Orge hits this pinch hit single down the right field line, and Jim Sundberg scores the winning run, and the Royals walk it off and then go on to win 11-1 to the next day in Game 7. 
Nice. So I'd love to tell you I planned all that, but I did not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was pretty cool. Sure. It's pretty cool. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's 37 years ago today. All right. Good timing. 54. It's like morning. going to the pumpkin patch. On <laughs> pumpkin That's right. You're all about the good timing. I'm all about the good timing. Mm-hmm. This is a good timing day for me, right? Okay. So here's the question now. Uh-huh. We, we always say that I couldn't have planned that. I, I wouldn't have planned it, right? Yeah. How would you plan a game? Like if you could des- de- design your perfect game in whatever sport you want to put it on, how would you plan it? Would you plan a big blowout? Would mm-hmm. you do a big comeback victory? Would you do a walk-off home mm-hmm. run? Would you do a, a, a last-second touchdown? I mean, Chuck would probably do the last-second field goal. But how would you plan it? Because I don't know that I could plan it better than any game I've ever seen. I like being surprised at the end about the outcome. I, I hate the I hate the gut-wrenching loss. I love the thrill of victory, though. I would hit a bloop that I turned into a hustle double. I would advance to third, uh, Zach Fly, and a ball that just barely gets away from the catcher, I would score. <laughs> it's all about the wheels, McGuire. It's all about the wheels. Wow, that's really good. That would be like the the broadcaster would say, wow, Lent really manufactured that run. <laughs> manufactured. I love that. <laughs> yeah. love that. All right. Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. I, I think about 7.30, I'll admit to my um, outrage factory that I've been building over the last few years that I'm going to have to tear down. Okay? It's not the high school Texas high school football games being played in New Mexico, right? No. Okay, good. No, no, no. There's I, just some things I don't know that I can let you get rid of. No, this is this is uh, this is all 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 on me, all on me. And I, I, it was basically revealed to me Saturday night uh, by my wife and daughter number one that I was wrong. So it's it's a not only not only am I wrong about something, but I was. I was told, no, you're, you're not only wrong, you're you're really wrong, and we're going to prove it to you, and they did in about five minutes. And I've had this outrage going on for about three or four years, probably. Maybe at least at least two or more. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Texas Tech and Baylor on, uh, on Saturday night. I, Jamie and I were just talking in the break about this just a little bit. I feel, for whatever reason, I feel pretty confident about this game i i think there are reasons there that that makes sense to me i mean just going off of the point that you just thumped a team that beat baylor Mm -hmm. okay i know the transitive property thing doesn't always work but i mean you can compare a little bit um you can feel like the Red Raiders are playing their best football of the season right now. Mm-hmm. Feels like to me they are. I mean, you got a complete offensive and defensive performance last week. Special Even teams special too, really. Special teams was, yeah. was all right. Yeah. They didn't um, didn't have any hiccups, really. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I just, uh, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm just teetering back and forth on who I'm going to pick in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is uh, Coach Zach Kitley, because one of the things that they did against West Virginia, I mean, they they came out right away, first drive, boom, 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 right down the field, and then and then did that same thing uh, with the second one and got out to a 14 nothing lead. Here's yeah, Coach, the fourth down conversions were huge. Huge. Yeah. He'll, he'll, will they keep the script uh, for the first drive with tempo the same? I hope so. Yeah, uh, something we're good at that we've you know kind of a staple of the offense that that we've had for years and that we've you know installed and ran a lot of those things throughout spring, summer, fall camp, all that. And um, again, I, I think it it benefits us in a lot of ways. Uh, we're good at it. Our players like it. It protects the O line some. Quarterbacks like it. So there's a lot of benefits to it. So um, we're going to try to use tempo as much as we can to our advantage. But you know, you got to start out fast with with explosive plays and some of those things to get those uh, tempo plays called. So we got to keep that go- keep that going. Explosive plays. I love that. 
he was also asked uh, on Monday about uh, knowing and when he knows they will go for it on fourth down, which alludes to what Jamie just said about the number of fourth down conversions they had on those two drives really propelled you into those end zones. No, so I'll, I know on first downs, you know, they give me a ma- they call it the magic number, and they say, hey, the magic number's three. If the magic number's three, then I know I basically have three downs to get to fourth and three. So a uh, huge asset for a play caller. I love it. Uh, you know, so you may not see our third down percentage may not be as high uh, when you look at the end of the season because I try to sequence play calls to make sure we get that I just put ourselves in the best situation possible to get us to a manageable fourth down. We can go for it because at the end of the day, if we can get to fourth down and go for it, um, you know, it, it seems like it's given our team the best opportunity to, to win football games and keep the chains moving. So, you know, we had a couple third down calls where we purposely maybe got on third and nine, we got seven yards or, or I didn't go for the deep shot necessarily because we're, I knew, hey, if I get to fourth, three or fourth and two, we're going to go for this thing. And we felt like we had a great tempo package on some fourth and shorts. Um, and, and it just worked out well for us. So huge for me to be able to have that, again, the confidence from Coach McGuire and, and be able to know that on first down so I can really sequence my play calls to put the team in the best situation to be successful. So there you go. So, I mean, it's, it's not just, uh, oh, hey, I think we ought to go for it here. I mean, they know. So I think when they know that and they've communicated that, uh, how many times do you see hesitation you know, on the sideline from not, I'm not talking about Texas tech, but just in a game where the coaches, you think the coach is trying to make that decision. Well, they've already made that decision. They made yeah. a decision on first down. Mm-hmm. So there's no hesitation. And that's sometimes where you're able to kind of catch a defense off guard, so to speak. And for an offensive coordinator, you got to love the fact that you're getting the extra play so many mm-hmm. times that you have a chance. Uh, I, I just think, just like I think this fan base has become so accustomed to it now, it's just part of the deal for the coaching staff. And so, there's no, are we going to, are we not? We just know that we do. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's been a lot less hand-wringing from the fan base over the last few weeks because it's it's just accept, okay, that's what we do. Right. Right? And so uh, for those of us, including myself, who are you know, maybe a little bit more old school or whatever, and it was a little bit surprising and it went against the norm, I think the level of success that you've had with it and then just – the expectation of it's going to happen allows you to accept it more and just and not be a surprise to you and it not like jolt you live with what you don't nobody stands up and yells what are we doing here because <laughs> right. we know what we're doing this is right. what we right. we stand up and say this is what we do this here let's go we, for it on fourth this down is what we did. and again right that would be different if we weren't having success mm-hmm. we would be like oh not again but now we're like, okay, let's go again. Yeah, let's go again. We're having three we're times having, on the first drive. Let's go. We're having a ton mm-hmm. of success, you know, on on fourth mm-hmm. down, and you know, it'd be, uh, you know, at, at this point in time, you know, I the Red Raiders are twenty of thirty two on fourth down. That's sixty three percent. You know, I, I wrote an article for the website this week on double t ninety com about you know where was the game won, and and I really felt like it was the interception by. Uh, Dadrian Taylor Demerson at the end of the first half because mm-hmm. if you don't get that and they score a touchdown there at 17 to 10 at halftime and then they get the ball to start the second half and it could be tied before they got momentum before yeah. we touch the ball um, offensively again and so I thought that was a huge one but I really I mean the other not singular play but it was just the opening couple of drives the fourth down plays. It just that, that's got to be really demoralizing for a defense. Like, what, wait a minute, why why do they get the extra down? We stopped them on third down. Why do they get the extra down? You know, you know, everybody you know puts up their big videos. Third down, you right. know. But I mean, like Texas Tech, you're like, no, 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 but they still get another down. Well, why? Mm-hmm. It's got to be demoralizing for a defense that, sure. for the course of those defensive players' lives, are like, "Hey, third down, big down, get off the field on third down, make it get a stop here." Okay, coach, we got the stop. No, 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 stay out there because Tech's offense stayed out there. I, I mean, I know I'm somewhat joking, and but it's got to be for a defender. It's just got to be like again, again, you know. Can't get off the field. Yeah, and you uh, want to talk about running extra plays. I'm, I'm sure it gives you a lot of extra plays when you're talking about being the number one team in the country for the number of plays that you're running. Well, mm-hmm. Fourth down's got to factor into that huge. Not just the fourth down plays, but the number of drives that continue because of a fourth down play. Right. 
Uh, Steven points out, he said, I noticed a lot of cramps from the defense when we go fast, and they take pride in that. That offense takes pride in putting that defense in that position. Uh, they talked about that the other day, about, hey, you know, we know that we've kind of got a team on the rope, so to speak, uh, when they're going don't, going down like that. Yeah, I'm not usually the guy that's a big conspiracy theory guy on all that, but, I mean, it was it was a nice weather day, and we were in the first quarter, and guys are going down with cramps. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> And he was asked about. It wasn't that. Coach, 108 or anything. Coach Ketley was asked about that. If you know, if they he'd like to see a rule on that, and it's, yeah, it's. You've kind of felt like there was some gamesmanship going on there a little bit there with yeah. West Virginia. I just say, okay, well, you're out for the next, I don't know, five minutes of game time. Yeah, he he brought that up. He's like maybe plays maybe sit something. out a series or something like that. Yeah. Quarter. Quarter, oh, that drive or uh, the rest of the quarter because health and safety. I mean, we got to worry about these kids if they're out there getting all these injuries. We got to make sure they are able to walk when they're sixty. Well, it's no different in basketball. Tongue, cheek, yeah, yeah, fully planted. No different in basketball when we act like we've been shot and we lay there for five minutes, getting the crowd ooing on and on, and everybody staring at them. Oh. Oh, oh! What a gut, gutsy performance! He got up and walked to the bench. And he's back in, sprinting up and down the court. Thirty seconds later, yeah, magic sponge. Yeah, like mm, was he really hurt, or was he just kind of soaking it all in? <laughs> and then the media types will be like, "Oh man, what a gamer! What a battler! Gamer came yeah. back in, <laughs> just fought through it." I wish I was that guy that could just accept that and be that way, but I'm mm. like, he's milking it. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> and, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, what you got? Cowboys are definitely in the easy portion of their schedule right now, aren't they? Yeah, but I mean, the the Bears win for the first time ever in New England. Yeah, again, I don't think the Bears or the Patriots are very good. Okay. Yeah. Watching, having watched that game Mm -hmm. more than I wanted to. What, what, what was your? Was there nothing else on TV or just? You, well, I was really hoping there was going to be a baseball. game. Sure, no, that I understand day. that. There wasn't, so I uh, get it. Yeah, I understand. I understand that, but there, yeah. but there was not. Mm. There was not. I, I ended up flipping and and watching more of Top Gun than the NFL game. If to be honest with you, the old Top Gun or the, the old one? Yeah. Oh, okay, it was on. I don't know some station. Okay, that is a worthy watch, Jamie. Sure, it was good. <laughs> Have you changed your tune on the new Top Gun at all? It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not the greatest sequel of all time. Not in the conversation. It was okay. What is? Greatest sequel of all time? Yeah. If, if I'm going me personally, I would probably have to say Empire Strikes Back. Um, but when you look at all of cinema, I would probably say Godfather Part Two. Yeah, that's the that's the default one. I was. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the walk away. <clears throat> sure. Answer for that question. Yeah. I've never seen it. Okay. Empire Strikes Back, all about it. All right. Okay, my question for you today, I'm going to go to uh, Red Raider basketball today. Okay. By my counting, 13 non-conference games this year for the Red Raiders, if you include the Big 12 SEC Challenge with LSU. 13, that's all right to you? It's on the schedule, right? All right, I want you to predict the Red Raiders non-conference record this year. Ooh, okay. Let's see, Northwest. I'm I'm going to look for I'm going to look for a hard one. Um I think Creighton's going to be a hard one. Maybe. Oh, it's a top 10 team. Yeah. I would agree. Um if they beat Creighton, then you would think that they would play Louisville and and these are going to be played in Hawaii. Why would you not think it'll be Arkansas? I mean, I mean Arkansas. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. 
If you beat Creighton, you'll play number ten Arkansas. Yeah, they're another ranked. Yeah, they're another. They're they're number ten. Um, that's where I'm going. I'm I'm going I'm going with. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to be tougher than Creighton. I think that's just that 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 team that coach. They, he seems to be. He's an NBA, <clears throat> you know, Eric Musselman, <laughs> NBA heritage. You know, with his dad and of course with himself as well. I think they built a good strong. A ball club there, so I'm going to say I'm going to say Arkansas. Okay, so the question was, what was Texas Tech's record going to be? Oh, I'm Arkansas. Sorry. God. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put my listening ears on. <laughs> Man, that was terrible. I'm going to say, Jamie. Here's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Can I have the last five minutes back? 13 and 0. 13 and 0. Yeah. Okay. 13 and 0. 12 games? <clears throat> Jamie said there Thir- was 13. There's 13, 13 games? Okay. Um, I, I think I I think I count 13. With 13 games, I'm going to say... Well, wait a minute. There's, I'm counting 11 here. But that SEC game, remember, is in January. Right. So two, three. Well, you got... So seventh, tenth, fourteenth, and then in Hawaii, there's three. There'll be three, so that's six. Georgetown, twelve. Nichols. There's twelve. Yeah, you're right. There's twelve before the TCU game, and then the LC. twelve before the LSU game. Yeah, the, yeah, twelve <clears throat> before the TCU. Okay, twelve yeah. before TCU, so and 13. then LSU makes thirteen. Yeah, Jamie was right. Math is hard. We should just address that. Um, with thirteen <laughs> games, I'm going to say eleven and two. I think I'm going to go with Jeff. Okay. I mean, you have the potential to play two top 10 teams sure. there. Um, no, I think I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with one loss. And here's why. If you lose to top 10 Creighton, the schedule should get easier after that in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say you're going to lose to Creighton. And end up with just and win the rest of your next two. Yeah, it's probably and end up twelve and one. That's what <clears> I'm <throat> gonna say. So thirteen and zero, man, that would be a, a Maui Gym Invitational <laughs> Championship. Be That'd be su- awesome. Big surfboard they're coming home with. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> that would be cool, huh? That would be so cool. Uh, this from the Ace Flooring Center chat line. Even by your standards, Chuck, that was next level bis- bad listening skills. You're right. I. Because he's already asked me who the game I'm looking forward to the most, and then I, I got distracted by the number nine Creighton and the number ten Arkansas, and I started thinking about Arkansas and beating them. And Arkansas, that's you know, jeez. The fun of the morning drive. Arkansas equals thirteen and zero in Chuck language. I wonder what <laughs> record the state of Idaho equals in Chuckies. I, I think Chuck just got lost. It's fine. I did. I got. I got lost. And I mean, I'm still looking for clue number seven over at the maze, right? <laughs> but how mm-hmm. many people out there right now, Chuck, are chuckling, are having a good time, oh, right? Because because of my poor listening. You skills. answered a math question with Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think eleven and two is a stretch, much less thirteen and zero. What are you basing that off of? What do we really know about this Texas Tech team? Well, I, th- I think that's a fair question. I think we know that they're athletic. I think we know they're talented. Can they can they play hard, play smart, and play together? I, I don't know. And there's not a lot of meat on this schedule either. Yeah, I first off, you got to touch on that. Yeah. Okay, you can well, maybe start with the fact that you you are preseason ranked top twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, right around that area. So. Clearly, you're a pretty good basketball team, or or the experts think you're a pretty good basketball team. But look at the schedule. I mean, t- tell me where you're going to find more than two losses. I- I'm sorry. I'll right. be shocked. Right. Northwestern State, Texas Southern, Louisiana Tech. <laughs> right. Come on. Georgetown is horrible. Right. N- Nichols, Eastern Washington, Jackson State. Yeah, come on. Houston Christian. They were so bad they changed their name. South Carolina, South Carolina State. State. Yeah. Who are you losing to there? If you lose more than two, then you got big problems. So I, I get you saying how we don't really know what this team mm-hmm. is. I 100% agree. And you know what? After non-conference play, you're still not going to know. You're still not going to know. Yeah. You know, you'll find out something in, in Hawaii 
you know, Creighton, Arkansas, mm-hmm. Louisville, those are good programs. You'll sure. you'll that you could face off with. You're not going to play all of them, sure. but um, yeah, but you're not going to know because that schedule is so incredibly meh. Yeah, but and that's why it's easy to say at least eleven, right? Right. Even though we <laughs> we're not sure what the team is. I mean, and really, really but at I, worst, it should be if you lose if you lose to Creighton. Then you're probably just going to lose one in Hawaii, yeah. and so now you're going to be twelve and one. <clears throat> I'll say this: what we saw last year with Mark Adams putting a team together and building chemistry mm-hmm. in a hurry with so many new players. We also saw Chris Beard do a pretty good job of it as well. So I don't want to act like Coach Adams is the first to ever do it, but we we saw Coach Adams last year do a, do a really good job of that. Yeah, and so my confidence level in him. Being able to do that again with a mm-hmm. new crop of guys and a bunch of newcomers coming in, I, I, my confidence level is pretty high that that he'll be able to get that done, just because of past history. Right, right. As opposed <clears throat> to future history. Future history, right? Which we're is not completely different. We're not back to the futuring it, which was on this day in 1985. That's what they went back to, and Back to the Future. They did. They went back to this day. This day. Is that right, Jeff? 23rd, not 26th. Okay, then. It was Chuck's birthday they went back to? I think so. I think it was 1955. I think it was October 26th, 1985 that they went back. I when I saw it over the weekend that it was Back to the Future Day. The one they went back to, not the one they went forward to. I have no clue. That's a different day altogether. Okay. I'm impressed that both of you have a memory that can have that in your mind. I can tell you all kinds of different little tidbits, but I can't Mm -hmm. answer a friggin' question. (laughs) What's, How many? What's the record going to be? What's Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> what a DA I am sometimes. October twenty first. <laughs> October twenty. How many? October twenty first. Okay. First is Back to the Future. It, you were both wrong, but you were both close. Yeah. yeah. So I had no clue. It Paul could've, says could have been in February for all I knew. Paul says, "Would you like a refill on that coffee, Arkansas?" <laughs> yes. Arkansas. Yes. Uh, Chuck starts my day off with a smile every day. See, okay. that's what it's there about. There we go. Uh, bullfighter, I've got a concussion for how many times I've shaken my head. And he even put in parentheses, shaken, shaken my head. I, I know what SMH means, bullfighter. <laughs> Chuck left without adult supervision leads to Arkansas. <laughs> You're tuned in to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. All right. He still played a lot, though. And also bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just, <laughs> as much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me. Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Nice to have you with us this morning. We come to you from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. they got multiple branches here in Lubbock. I'm not aware of any in Arkansas. And if you missed that today, then <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I bet if you're a customer, your debit card works in Arkansas. would be my guess. Probably so. Probably so. Probably so. If you missed that portion of the show today, you need to. Go back and listen. And I bet it's on the you podcast. You can listen to the podcast. Yeah. I guarantee you it is on the It'll podcast. It'll be on the on the Double T97.3 Morning Drive portion of the podcast today, and you can go to DoubleT97.3.com yep. every single day and get the best, I don't know, <laughs> they say 45. I, I'm thinking probably closer to 5, 10, 15 minutes to the podcast from, yeah. from us. Or you can listen to the whole entire show right. on the on-demand page. Right. At DoubleT97.3.com, too. Right. So you want the full version, the trimmed-down version. Yeah. Light. Either way, light. You're going to hear <laughs> Chuck answer a math question with the word Arkansas. 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 Uh, some thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can go there as well and continue to post them. Remember, part of the show is supposed to be a escape from life. Okay, so I think I think today has just been a complete escape from from life. Uh, this. Chuck, with the ultimate millennial move, get offended by something he doesn't know anything about. Cracks me up to think about how many times he drove by that building, shaking his head and grinding his teeth. I don't grind my teeth, but I do shake my head. And I did multiple times. 
like every time. Yeah. Um, Bobby Hot Dog says, although I do not share your outrage, I also thought it was a tornado symbol on the side of Buddy Holly Hall instead of the B and the H. <clears throat> Somebody else says, I thought it was a tornado too. I'd Somebody love- else I thought it was a tornado too. I would love to tell you that I, I don't have things that I share out or that I have outrage over. You just don't just, share them. <laughs> oh, no. I think I'm pretty vocal about some of them, a.k.a. Yeah. Uh, college basketball teams not wearing the school <laughs> colors of their shoes. Right. Okay? How, how do you feel about people that send you pictures of college basketball teams that don't wear the same shoes just I, to show you that that's still going on? I, I think that's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> That's Arkansas. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, we all... Jeff, what, what, what do you uh, have a crazy outrage over that's silly? I, I mean, I fully admit that's, you know, just, I don't know, somewhat dumb on my part, but I, well, just, I, I don't like it. I don't think it's crazy. Okay, good, thank you. <laughs> that's partially where it comes... The Do you agree with me, Chuck? Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with Because if yeah. all three of us agree on it, yeah. then it's not crazy. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. The the thing that I probably have the biggest asking me and Jeff though for approval is somewhat crazy. Yeah. Uh, the the probably the biggest thing my one of my biggest frustrations in life with regards to we work in an industry that is protected under the First Amendment in the freedom of speech. We get to come on here and and say stupid things on the radio and have a good time. It's when people don't know what it actually says mm-hmm. and not like verbatim like that they can't quote it but think their first amendment rights are being infringed on because they got fired for something saying something stupid at work okay. if the fbi isn't knocking down your door to arrest you your first amendment rights are intact yeah. it's congress shall pass no law not your boss can you yeah know, you're not you're not being arrested you're not being arrested told you, you can't you, work there are anymore. consequences to what yeah. you say you just can't be arrested yeah. for it well, he got deep with his he did. I mean, he got really deep. I mean, I was just trying to talk about one that was like, that you look at and you're like, my, oh, that's silly. My, mine is the whole cloudy skies thing. I'm a cloudy sky because I'm, I'm always quick to point out to anybody that says skies, uh, look up. If you can see more than one, then you can say skies. Uh, that is definitely one <laughs> that's that you are pretty emphatic about. You've mentioned numerous, N- numerous, numerous times. Numerous times, yeah. Yes. Again, it's, it doesn't make Even it Even right. though the rest of the world says it one way. I'm going to go with oppo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Look- I, like I say book rule instead of ground rule. Right. But I'm completely fine with the rest of the world saying ground rule. What right? I or find, ground rule. What I find interesting. It does not bother me one single bit. What I find interesting is every time somebody says now ground rule, some people on this station, they point out that you would say book rule. And even though you're correct, they seem to be pointing out the fact that you say that, which befuddles me <laughs> I, Haxton just flat refu- like he cannot say book rule <laughs> he flat out cannot do it yeah. <laughs> this one's actually pretty good uh, people calling something the first annual instead of the inaugural or first ever mm-hmm. okay. I, I, I completely get that one yeah okay uh, this I drove just drove by Buddy Holly Hall I can see a tornado but why would they put that on there it doesn't make sense because it's a well, B and an H well, go go back to what Bobby Hotdog said here. He's yeah. educating us. Just read an article about the Bobby uh, Bobby Buddy <laughs> Bobby Hotdog's Hall before <laughs> it was built. Said that the building would also serve as a memorial to tornado victims. So I'm sure the logo was intentionally made to look like a tornado. But it's a B and an H. It's mm-hmm. how he signs his B and H. I don't H. know. Maybe yeah. maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, Clay says this. I can see the lucky lady and uh, the daughter rolling their eyes. Well, I was driving, so I couldn't see them rolling their eyes. Um, unfortunately, the nine-year, the young phenom was in the um, was in the car, so he got to see, kind of see see for himself. Hey, what's, what's this crazy dude all about? And um, his brother as well. So it was a it was a family excursion. <clears throat> Somebody wants to know if I was born closer to Arkansas or Kansas. Kansas, just across the Missouri River, that's where I was born. And you could, I mean, literally, literally. Probably, in some aspects, less than two or three miles from the state line. So, there you go. Didn't seem that kind of deal there. Uh, Jamie seems to be outraged this week with McGuire using Coach, Coach McGuire using Coach Speak with the quarterback situation. Um, I think it's a fair criticism. I think outraged is too strong. Outraged is too strong. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair criticism of me, though, yeah. um, that it's 
something that kind I've been of, frustrated by that too. Uh, I I I don't think it's coach speak. If I'm being completely honest with you, yeah, I don't either. That's, uh, but whatever. Yeah, uh, I hear. I'll I'll say this. Uh, I'm thrilled that we have three quarterbacks that sure. we can win with, <laughs> right. and uh, and appear to win with. And, yeah. Okay. Well, Tyler Shuck, I guess, hasn't won a game yet this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and I'll and I'll also say this: whatever, quote unquote, coach speak or whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. I don't worry that they're going to do those things. I think they'll do the right thing that helps the team win. I have all the confidence in the yes, world in that. Right. They're not. <laughs> so whatever they're saying that's ludicrous, I just think it's they're just saying it. They're not really doing it. Yeah. So otherwise, I would not have a as much confidence in the coaching staff as I have. Yeah, because I'd be completely shocked if anybody yeah. other than number two trots out there for the first snap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't care yes. how good the. Yeah. Performances this week. What? The H Flooring Center Jenner, chat line. Jamie is outraged by Spotify existence. What did Spotify do to you? <laughs> Surely you guys have heard this story, right? When this, the 17 year old at the time was, I don't know, 15, you know, wanted a Spotify account. Mm-hmm. And I told her um, very emphatically, why would I pay for something? Mm. Well, I want to hear these songs. Dad, I want to listen to this music. And I said, why would we pay for that? I said, you know you can just turn on the radio right. and there's stations that will have those songs that you like. Yeah, this is kind of my And her answer to here. me was, Dad, nobody listens to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and so Spotify is like the, you know, the devil. And I'm sure glad. And oh, by the way, she pays for the Spotify account, not us. <laughs> she pays for it. Chuck, with the ultimate millennial move, get offended about something he knows nothing about. Okay, well, I already read, already read that story. That was a good one, though. So that, that was, was a good, good to double up. On double it. up on that one. <laughs> we, we, we could read again here in about five minutes. It'll still be good. I would have loved to have been in that post game. <laughs> Chuck's incorrect musings car. You know, it was. I mean, that's God is my witness. That's exactly how it went down. And they looked at me and went, oh. somebody says this. Just Google the Buddy Holly logo definitely looks like a tornado you've been listening to the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 for more from lubbock sports station go to double t 973.com